بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد we express our praise and gratitude to Allah Taala we seek blessings on the Prophet peace be upon him. Okay, <coughs> let us now explore the second juz in the Quran. Okay, far away. Okay, so like Allah. Mm-hmm. So is, it, is he saying that, so, and I guess this is my whole, like, like all these ayat where it's like, he'll guide whoever he wants, yeah. and he'll like, misguide whoever he wants. So mm-hmm. is it that there are people that like, he, because everything is written, so has he chose them beforehand, that I'm going to guide these people, and I'm not going to guide those people? Okay, so I'll answer that question two ways. Uh, question one, potentially yes. But is that fair though? How is it not fair? Because it's like before they even started living, it was written for them that Allah was going to misguide them. Okay. So how's that not fair? Because it's like, you know, from the beginning, they're like basically like doomed for hell. Okay. So why is that not fair? Because it's like, I don't know, like if it's written for you to go to hell and Allah like made, like Allah chose not to guide you. Yeah. It's because it's, it's like, I don't know, you're just doomed. Okay. Okay. So, so that is exactly the, the possibility. Uh, second answer, what difference does it make? Because it's like, what if you're one of the ones who's going to be doomed? So, should you just give up then? No. But like, what if it's, but if, like, but it's like, it's that whole thing where it's like, oh, like, mm-hmm. whoever Allah guides, no one can misguide him, mm-hmm. and whoever Allah misguides, no one can guide him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if Allah just has written for you that you're going to be misguided uh-huh. then you're just going to be misguided so then why try because you could be one of the guided uh-huh exactly because you don't know yeah we don't know but like how is it fair if you are because there are then people that are going to be misguided but if you're one of uh-huh. you know one of, like how is that fair so like i understand that the world isn't fair but like Allah is fair so so the point being that um if we're looking from the perspective of me, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm guided or misguided, right? And, but you can probably figure out if you're misguided, if you're guided or vice versa, right? Am I trying to fulfill what Allah is telling me to fulfill? Yes. Am I seeking forgiveness? Yes. Okay. That is probably fair to say that to some degree I'm guided, right? Um, um, and so because I don't know what is my destiny, effectively... For all intents and purposes, it means I control my destiny. Okay. And then... <clears throat> yeah, but how? Like, how do you control it if Allah has written for you? Yeah, yeah, but we don't know what Allah has written for me. Right? What All, all I know is what's going on inside my head. And so, <clears throat> the point being that we have the abstract or the possible, and then we have the concrete, and you start with the concrete. The concrete is that you know you have the ability to make choices. Okay. Um, the abstract is, I don't know what Allah has written for me. Maybe he has written for me to go to the top level of paradise. Maybe he has written for me to go to the bottom level of hell. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's still abstract and just the possibilities, not even probabilities. Okay, so I guess my question is, you know how that hadith where it's like, if you walk to Allah, Allah runs to you? Yes. What if you're one of the ones that Allah will choose to misguide you? If you go walking to Allah, Allah will then to you? It's, uh, the, the promise is that if you go walking to Allah, He will come running to you, or He will come quickly to you. But is it just to the people who are guided? That's not what the hadith everyone? says. It's, it's anybody. 
right? So meaning if you're walking to Allah, then it means by definition that moment you're not one of the people that Allah tells misguiding. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not that, okay, you're going to come to Allah and Allah's going to send you in a pit to hell. No. If you're coming to Allah, then the promise, again, concrete, the promise is that he comes you know, quickly to you. You know what I'm saying? And so if we use our what if as the default, you're going to destroy yourself. Because you're all going to just, you're just going to be sitting in, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? You have to look at the, you have to make the concrete to be the default. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, I'm guessing it probably hasn't because this is a recurring question that, that, that you've had. So reflect on it, inshallah. Yeah. Okay. And that's why I'm saying, um, yeah, you can't say what in one perspective, Allah Ta'ala has dictated, if, you know, who he's choosing to go one way, who he's choosing the other way. And, but the second point being, practically speaking, doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything about your behavior, except maybe to motivate you to not be one of those who are misguided. So if someone was sinning, so like at that point, I guess you could say maybe they're being misguided, but then they decide to that they want to flip their, yeah. but they didn't do it, but they want to. Yeah. So they're then trying that to also, get better. That already counts pretty significantly. So that counts. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, anyone will do something good, but they'll be like, no, I like banished. No, 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 no. It's not going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically that Allah will guide whoever wants to be guided. So that is also in the Quran, right? So in the Quran it says Allah guides whomever he wills. And also in the Quran it says Allah guides whomever wants to be guided. Both of those are in the Quran. So we're saying? So if I am seeking guidance, then Allah will send guidance my way. Okay. Yeah. Process it. I will try. But the key point that I really want you to think about is focus on the concrete, not the what if. Because the what if will ruin everything. Not just in theology. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, some more content. Okay. So. So it says... Which I am? Uh, the next one, 43. So, so when is it that Allah wants to preserve someone's iman and when is it like that they're just like... Yeah, so this this we answered a bit last time that you know, the key to misguidance is... Disbelief? Misconduct. Okay. Yeah. Wait, can you repeat that again? The key to misguidance is misconduct. But which results from disbelieving, right? Not necessarily. I mean, it can be a type of disbelief, but ultimately it results from disobedience. Okay. Okay, so basically it's the ones... So Allah wants to preserve the iman of those that didn't disobey, okay. basically. So, only, so basically the good people. Uh -huh. Or the people who sought forgiveness, yeah. Okay. So Ayah 152 is next. Okay. Okay, Fatkuruni mm. Okay. And then Okay, I have two questions in the ayah. Yeah. So the whole Fatkuruni Atkurkum, so is it but like Allah always knows you're there. Uh -huh. So what does he mean by like okay. I will like, remember you? So this is where we get into the subjective interaction with Allah. Right? So one of the big challenges of today, because one of the results of the era of the science era, and mm -hmm. so first let me start with the theoretical to explain this point. Um, 
the science era is saying, or science itself is saying that there is an objective reality, okay? okay, that is the same for everyone, okay, like things you can measure. Okay. So objectively, uh, subjectively, I'm short to some people, tall to a lot of people. That's subjective, right? Okay. But to everyone, objectively, I'm six four, or whatever height I am. Okay, that's objective. Okay. Now. Uh, our relationship with Allah, much of that is actually subjective. Okay. Okay. So objectively, Allah knows all. Yeah. Yeah. Subjectively, what is being said in this ayah, especially when Allah Ta'ala is using you singular or or me singular, you plural or me singular, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, you remember me. Okay. It could be understood as then I will remember you. Okay. Or, you remember me because I always do remember you. So which one is it? Both. I always remember you is objective. Mm -hmm. okay. Then I will remember you is subjective. And they're both true. But like how? If the subject... Because... Okay. So am I tall or short? Tall. Subjectively. Okay. Okay, sure. Uh, but from a different subjectivity, I could be tiny. Okay. From the perspective of planet Earth, I'm tiny. Okay. Right? And so, both of those are true. Looking at which lens you're using. But then, but, it, like, so Allah just always knows you're there. So does there doesn't have to be a then I will remember you, because he always... Aha. Uh -huh. You're talking about Allah. It's the same question you gave me for, for the other question. You're trying to get into the mind of Allah. Okay? And so I'm saying, don't try to get into the mind of Allah, or you're going to trip over yourself. Okay, but... So basically, okay, you're saying that both are right, okay? Yes. So basically, if you're saying, so it's like, if you remember Allah, then he will remember you. So it's like, if That's you... That's the subjective. Yeah. So basically, if you're not remembering Allah, then he won't remember you. Subjectively. So a way to think about this um, <clears throat> is that if I'm remembering Allah, mm -hmm. that means by definition, Allah is remembering me. Subjectively. But subjectively is contradicting the objective. So it's not contradicting the objective if we're speaking about different perspectives. Okay. Are you tall or short? It depends who you're asking. That's what we're saying here. Okay. 